buddy or a boy make a big noise playing in the streets trying to be a big man someday you got sword honey who cares on your face big discus <laughs> Kicking your so what who cares podcast all over the place singing so what so, so what who cares, cares? <laughs> who cares <laughs> yay that's it buddy I think I messed up the lyrics a little bit in the beginning let's get this fucking ball rolling shall we yeah let's do it Sage hi Kaylee how are ya I'm good honey how are ya oh I'm doing good I'm doing good uh I'm glad that we're getting this done today yeah we just I just surprised Sage with the uh Oh my podcast God. loft that I worked on for a few days, rearranging my whole room like a hundred times. It's amazing. It looks it's really good. So cute. We have uh, our pictures. There's pictures hung up. There is uh, what else? Uh, the the desk, the white lights. So cute. We've got Grammy's picture and Papa's picture right there. Yep. It's very and little shelves. It's so perfect and adorable and just oh my God. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Love it. Yeah, so we spontaneously decided to do an episode, a Reddit episode. Yeah. So who knows when you guys will hear this. Is this just going to be a backup for whenever we just want to... A nest egg. Yeah, a nest egg. That's what Ryan said to me last night. He goes, he goes, you just got to have something as your nest egg. And I was like, I kind of like that. So yeah. I want to call this episode a nest egg episode. Yeah, so Sage just showed up after work. I, I have a video too. You guys will probably see it before you even hear this podcast. Mm-hmm. But, I uh, cried. Yeah. We laughed. We cried. We danced all night. I, your vocals are just always so beautiful. I know. I really, honestly, it just oh, takes God. my breath away. Stop right it. I have a I have a secret talent that nobody knows about, so you'll find out. Just keep listening, you'll find out, and well, that'll be it. Well, if you've seen her TikTok, then you already know. But oh yeah, I have a ticky. Yeah, we both do. Um, so we probably have mentioned it already, but <laughs> <laughs> so Kaylee, uh, you want to get into the track of fact that fact? Yeah, sure. You want to go first? Okay. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna tell you my fact, and I'm gonna ask if you've ever experienced this. Okay. So my fact is, um, small as they may be. Ladybugs have a unique smell that humans are incredibly sensitive to. Now, Kaylee, let me explain that to you. If you've ever handled a ladybug, you may have noticed that it sometimes gives off an unpleasant odor. In fact, when scared, it produces an intensely stinky chemical called pyrazine. Oh, I think I knew that. Yep, from special glands on his feet. So do you smell ladybugs? Because I smell them and it's like my, like it's the grossest thing. I don't think I do. What? When, like, you kill them? I, like, want to know if people, or like... smell them in general. Um, I definitely have it. We, I have ladybugs in my they house They smell so fucking bad. But, like, oh, just... Oh. I want to know because not everybody smells them and not everybody agrees that they smell, but I think that they do. But I know some people that don't. Um, you want to hear a funny ladybug story? Yeah. Oh, I, I got one, too. I meant to mention this on our Amazon review episode. Oh, God. But you can buy a bag of ladybugs on Amazon. Oh, my God. And my cousin, Jared, bought a bag one time. And there were like thousands of ladybugs. No. No, no, no. No, thank you. But people do that for their plants, right? I Yeah, but he didn't do it. He was like 14 and he bought a bag of ladybugs. Oh, my God. It was God. like a stupid fucking 14-year-old. It's just the tween, smell. Teen it's- purchase. Um, my ladybug thing is Abby had a ladybug crawl up her nose. Oh, my cousin Abby. No. My cousin Abby. Yeah, well, you guys. She was a lot of cousins. Little, and we were sitting in my Grammy and Grandpa's office, and I think we were honestly like sitting on Grandpa's lap, like on the computer. Like I think we were going through iTunes music or pictures or something. But all of a sudden, Abby had this ladybug. She let crawl on her like all day, and then yeah, all of a sudden, 
um, we just, Abby just goes, lady, lady bug up my nose. She's up my nose. Lady's up my nose. And then my mom made her like smell pepper to like make her sneeze. And then eventually she goes, I swallowed it. And it went down her throat. That is Fucked up her nose and do and not like that. It. So that's my fucked up fact. I think that they smell, but we're gonna. I think I'm gonna go on Instagram and ask people. We'll do a poll. So uh, what is your fucked up fact? Okay, my fucked up fact is human thigh bones are stronger than concrete. Good enough the to do the wop wop wop. Oh, get a bucket and a mop. That's a okay. So wait, that's the femur. And that fucking hurts to break. Yeah. Right? I guess. I've never broken a bone. Oh, God. I've but broken they're stronger than my concrete. So, guys, get yourself a lady with some thick thighs. Um. Okay, Kaylee, you ready for freaking uh, pick your poison? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Is your sad? Okay, go ahead. Okay. Would you rather sell your body on Craigslist or, or lose one minute of your life every time you laugh? I like to laugh. Sell my body on Craigslist. Just like a one-time deal? Are we talking like selling foot picks on pre- Craigslist? Because oh, I'll sell oh, foot picks on Craigslist. Oh, okay. Yeah, and we could do a foot every pick. Day, all we could day, do foot picks. Yeah, we definitely could. <laughs> I bought Archie off of Craigslist and Franco the cat. Best two things that ever happened to me. Craigslist. Oh, Archie Angel. Archie was a friggin' steal, though. That is, it was just a whole weird, crazy situation. So we decided to do a bunch of random Reddit stories that yes. we just looked up like 15 minutes ago. Yep. <laughs> so yep. this is completely spontaneous. It's the booze of the day. Booze, 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 booze of the day. <laughs> oh my God. What are you drinking? What I'm are we drinking? I'm drinking a fucking, um, I'm taking it back to my basic bitch self. I'm drinking a freaking white clam, 70 calorie clementine flavor. Don't know who the fuck buys just clementine flavor, but... I actually really like these, okay? And who the fuck thought it was me? And they're zero (laughs) carbs, okay? Wait, Clementine's actually pretty good, I think. It's the grapefruit white claw that I don't like. Well, I better open up my second one. (laughs) Do it in the mic. Do it in the mic. I can't even do it. It hurts my fingies. Where's the dog? He's underneath us. What are you doing, darling? He knows I have a water bottle up here. Oh, God. Arjun. All right. God bless it. I actually really like these. And I'm not going to lie, there is less alcohol in them. It's like 3.7 yeah, than like the regular cloth. But it's but refreshing. I went to a party, like a, a 50th birthday party, and I could drink them all day and was fine. Like I didn't, I was like a good buzz all day. Maybe that's Because I'm not I just get. getting fucked up because you drink them so quickly. All right. So this is my first Reddit story that I found today, <laughs> like 15 minutes ago. Okay. We need to go put her downstairs, don't we? I think so, unfortunately. Sorry, Pippi. We love you, but you're a snore. This episode is brought to you in part by the Riley King Network, where you can get all of your news and weather at the top of the hour. All right. You ready to start off your story now? Yes, ma'am. So the title of my Reddit story is My Encounter with the Oklahoma Bomber. Timothy McVeigh and his accomplice, Terry Nichols. Okay. Remember those names if you're, you know, if you know about it, you know about it. But if you don't know about it, these are the names to keep in mind, okay? My family owns approximately 85 acres directly next to Terry Nichols in the Thumb of Michigan, right down the street from Timothy McVeigh. This happened when I was 12 years old, if I had to guess, but I'm not 100% sure. I was born in 1983, so it would have been around 1994. 
I never used to go hunting with my dad and typically only would go to the property in the summer to swim in the pond and play with my cousins for a weekend. (laughs) However, this hunting season, there was extremely bad snow and my mom suggested I go with my dad so he wouldn't be alone. I don't recall if I was upset or not about having to go, but I'm sure I was. I hate hunting and would never have the commitment to sit in a tree for hours. It takes a lot of patience. It truly yeah. does. It yeah, really does. It, it, yeah, it really does. Okay, yeah. That's why I'm just like not really that into it anymore. <laughs> like when I was in college. Yeah. I used Depends to like. if you go with a bunch I used of people. To like but... fill my freezer with deer meat and like it was like, you know, it was awesome. But nowadays I'm just kind of like, well, I don't know. It's just a lot. I lived in Metro Detroit at the time, so it was a good hour and 20-minute drive to our property. By the time we arrived, the sun was almost set, and my dad rushed in to get his hunting gear on and headed straight out to the woods. I should mention that up until this point, my dad had already known Terry Nichols for quite a few years and was not a big fan. At first, he asked if he could hunt our land as his was all open field and we were really the only woods around for deer to shelter in. This soon came to an end after several incidences of him screaming at his son at 5 a.m., scaring away all the deer, or so I've been told by my dad. Okay. Creepy neighbors. That's a good topic idea. Anyways, as I was sitting in our cabin, I started hearing branches breaking outside the window and minutes after that, a figure passed the window in the back bedroom. I immediately grabbed my dad's keys, jumped in his truck, started it, and locked the doors. I don't know why I felt more safe in the truck, but I think it's because it was pointing towards the woods and I would be able to see the minute my dad was done hunting. I don't know how long I sat in the truck for, but after a while, a figure walked out of the woods. I immediately jumped out to run to my dad and tell him what I saw. As I got closer to the figure, I could hear the snow crunching as it walked and we got about 20 feet apart when the figure stopped and froze in its tracks. I called out and said, Dad, in a whisper, because you always whisper when you're hunting. No response. I don't remember if it was a full moon that night or if it was the snow creating a reflection, but I was able to make out that it was a man and he was holding something. Oh, no, 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 no. My first thought is that it was my dad and that he may have heard a deer, so he was listening for it. So we both stood staring at each other in silence for a good minute or two, and then figure turned around and walked back across the bridge, crossing our river behind the cabin. I ran back to the truck and waited again for I don't know how long. Soon after, another figure came out of the woods, and I turned on the headlights and was relieved to see my dad and his gun. I jumped out and started asking him why he would do that. He was so oblivious to what I was saying and told me that he was in the back tree blind and never got out the whole night. The next morning when we woke up, we traced the tracks across the bridge and into the woods heading towards Terry's house. Oh, God. To this day, I don't know for sure who the figure was, but I'm 99% sure it was Terry Nichols and he was poaching my land. About a year later, he was caught and the FBI did a sweep of our property just to be sure he didn't stash anything we didn't know about. The last I saw Terry, he chased me down on a three-wheeler and ran me and my friend across the road for cutting across his field. (laughs) Cops were called, but they didn't do anything about it. He was jailed roughly a year later. Today, we are surrounded by one family that bought his house, I believe, from an auction. It's crazy. And he's, I just looked it up. He's still alive. Yeah. He's in jail, but. Crazy. I know. All right. Ready for my second story? Yep. So here it goes. I never knew about my great-grandparents' secrets until I was an adult. My great-grandmother had eight children, but they always talked about her son, Robert. It was a constant thing. What? 
I never really listened in because it just seemed to be the older generation talking about memories. Uncle Bobby was an awesome uncle. Even though he was my great uncle, he treated me like a regular old niece. That's like Gail to me. Yeah. I know. And Gail, Gail would always say when I would tell people, like, it's my great aunt. She's like, don't fucking tell people. Your great aunt makes me seem older than I am. I'm like, Gail, you are older than you. Yeah. But you just have the young youth Vibe about her. Yeah. Oh, she's such, oh, God. Anyways, okay. I spent the night at his house with his daughters and we hung out. My grandfather talked about the death of Bobby. I was confused. Uncle Bobby was alive. We also have an Uncle Bobby, Kaylee. We do have an Uncle Bobby. <laughs> the whole time I'm thinking of picturing Uncle Bobby. Technically, I have two Uncle Bobbies. Ooh. That was when I was informed that my great-grandmother lost a child a long time ago from meningitis before he was, I think, two years old, and my great-grandmother believed in her heart that her next baby was Bobby, and he had come back to her. What? My mom's brother had meningitis when he was younger, my Uncle David, I'm pretty sure. Really? He was really young, yeah. And there was a kid who passed away in in high school a long, long time ago before I was like, older than me. He died of meningitis. Yeah. He shared a water bottle. He was on the swim team. So, guys, that's why you don't share water, share water bottles. bottles. Or jewels. No sharing jewels. So she had two children named Robert. Called them both Bobby. My grandfather informed me that my son, who he was besotted with, looked like his brother Bobby that passed away. What? A lot of he thi- was a baby and then she had a baby. Oh. That- yeah. Ooh. Wait, it gets creepier. A lot of things make sense now. My family is Mexican-American, and in our family, children are born with blonde hair and blue, green, or hazel eyes once in a while. My grandfather told me this secret, and my cousins had no clue. My mom didn't know, but my papa told me everything. Papa. I love a good papa. Baby Bobby had gotten sick, and papa had been playing with him on the floor. They took him to a medical hospital, and he never came home. When he was buried, it broke my great-grandparents' heart, because he was buried alone. In the same breath, my grandfather told me the next family secret. There was a little girl that was born, but she died weeks after birth because she was born too early. Due to the stress of not wanting her child to be alone again, my great-grandmother begged my great-grandfather to bury her where she would not be alone. My great-grandfather snuck into a cemetery, dug up my great-grandfather's grave, and put the baby on top of his casket. <laughs> oh my God. To this day, if his grave is ever dug up, they will find an infant on top of an old man's grave just because she didn't want her child to be alone. My family never told anyone where our great-great-grandfather's burial plot is. It all happened when they were small children. There were so many grandfathers in I was getting the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-
For weeks, my brother, who was about 10, had noticed the webcam light on. Now our computer was in our dining room, which overlooked the kitchen, the laundry room, and the entrance to the living room, and our back door, so it could see a good portion other than the living room. We were a bit concerned. We kept an eye on it for a few days and would notice it go off and on at random times. We would check the webcam window to see if it was left on or if it was opened. It never was. Being two females and a young boy, we were rightfully a bit scared. We put some tape over the camera and forgot about it. I have a thing over my camera, do you? I have a little... No, I don't. You should get one. Well, now I got your grubby little finger Don't worry. Now oils. the fucking hacker can't see my see your fucking beautiful face because I put my grubby little finger on there and your now it smudged it. Um, fast forward maybe four days later, we had noticed the tape was gone. Uh, what? None of us took the tape off, and if we had, we would put it right back. Like, they were already sketched out that yeah. they, to the point where if it was off, they were like, we would put it back on. Right. Like, they were creeped right. out. Sometimes my mom would video chat across seas, and of course, she always put it back. The light was on again with no window. Then suddenly, once we were all looking at it, it turned off. Stop. Oh, my God. At that point, we knew it wasn't a glitch. Someone was watching us. We decided to make a sign to put in front of the webcam. The sign read, we know you're there. We wait and wait. Nothing. I assumed they were gone, waiting for us to forget about the light and computer so they would continue watching us without any worry. Then suddenly, my mom and I saw the light come on. And it stayed on for about 20 seconds to read the sign and then shut off. We hoped that that would be it and that we would be done. I mean, why keep watching if we know and would call the police? Halfway through that, we heard the backyard gate slam shut. No. Oh, my God. I skimmed this. Oh, this is spooky. We run to the window to check what it was and saw nothing at all, but we were too scared to go outside. Yeah, we were used to it, but we weren't that stupid. There was silence for about 10 seconds when we heard the gate slam again and again and again and again. We were suddenly terrified. Oh Whoever God. was watching us was at our house outside. No. Then suddenly there was banging on the wall from the outside. Oh my God, I'm so scared. My toes are curled. We screamed so loudly, but later found out no one heard us. Then more banging from a different end of the house from the outside, and then more from the front. There were multiple people banging as hard as possible from all ends of the house. Keep in mind, it was a duplex building, so we were attached to another home, and they heard nothing. My brother was so terrified, he ran and grabbed a baseball bat. We stopped him from going outside, because, you know, he's 10. So big sister mode kicks in. I round him up to the laundry room, which is the safest room in the house for immediate danger. As I do that, the banging all at once suddenly just stops. It's quiet as can be, and we are frozen in place trying to listen. Nothing but quiet. As soon as it started, it was over. Our webcam light stopped coming on after that, and needless to say, we always had a piece of tape covering the camera when we weren't using it. We never had anything like that again. Now and then we hear our back gate, but we chopped it up to the wind. I have to point out, however, we lived on a military base. The only way on is with a military ID card or a visiting pass, which has to be granted. These people, with how quickly they got to our home, had to have been military. There was no way a civilian just got onto the base. Even if they did, they would have to be staying by our home to have gotten there that quickly. After that, I'm more scared of my surroundings. I always close my shades and cover my cameras. I never want that to happen ever again. 
That is crazy. I know. That's why I have a little thing. Because like during quarantine, I'd work from my computer 24-7. So I got one of those. And I love it. Always keep it shut. All right. Here's my next story. All right. This happened when I was six years old. I'm 22 now. My family traveled to British Columbia for my aunt's wedding. I was a flower girl, and the wedding took place at a more remote church ground beside the ocean with beautiful docks. Beautiful. By the way, Bella sent me um, some flower girl pictures of me today in uh, my godmother's. Oh, my God. And I, you should see me. I'm fucking living for you it. You were in my aunt's, too. I was in a lot of weddings. I was the flower girl she was of the token flower dream. girl. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You should see my face in this picture. I was only a flower girl once, okay? I was like the token flower girl. Everyone loved me. I was like fucking living for the flowers. Living like, for the flower girl Just fame. like that smile. I had my double chin. I was cheesing so hard. And back then, oh, I wasn't yeah. chunky. My mom did say she gave me a perm like two days before this wedding, but whatever. The wedding went off with no issues. I tossed some flowers and scratched at my itchy dress. <laughs> Following the ceremony, everyone came outside to do photos on the docks. I got distracted playing in the dirt while the wedding party moved down the dock without me. My mom, of course, was distracted talking to her sister, and I was usually glued to her side anyway. While I was drawing in the dirt with a stick, a man in a suit approached me. He didn't look dangerous and said he was a cousin or something of my now uncle. He did look familiar to me, but I didn't know why. He said my mom and auntie had tasked him with watching me while they took photos and stuff. Ew. I didn't know any better, but he took my hand and began walking me not towards the church where the reception would be, but back near the dirt road leading out of the property. Oh my fucking God, no. Everything went fine and dandy, and we were now almost up the road where a tree line blocked the exit. I heard my mom scream, don't you fucking touch my daughter, and turned around to see her running down the dock towards us. Now, for context, my mom is a heavier woman, and that is the fastest I've ever seen her run in my life. She looked absolutely foaming at the mouth enraged. The man squeezed my hand like he was going to make a break for it, but I guess he decided otherwise when the rest of the guests saw my mom screaming and running toward us and started making a beeline for us, too. He jumped into the woods beside the dirt road. Nobody recognized him, and when the police came, there wasn't much they could do because a statement from a scared six-year-old isn't very useful. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? The police ended up assigning someone to sit at the only entrance to the property while the reception took place in case he came back for whatever reason. My mom kept me glued to her and left a little early with my brother and I. Yeah, I would have been like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Right. It dawned on me when we were going back to the hotel that the man was from the hotel. I had seen him looming about at the swimming pool and in the continental breakfast room. Love a good fucking continental. Yeah, me too. Actually, that's really funny because like a student today was like, what's your favorite hotel breakfast? And I said, Waffles. Today. <laughs> they do do a lot of the waffles there. Yes. Apparently he was eavesdropping and somehow found out we were going to that wedding. Oh my God. I told my mom and she was furious. She told the hotel front desk and got me to tell them what he looked like with the key information that he was wearing a suit. They told us he had already checked out in a hurry and left. They said they would file a police report with the information he had provided when checking in, though he paid for the room with cash so there was no way of knowing if he was using an alias. My mom decided to take us to another hotel on the other side of town that night. The police never followed up with her, and a few days later, we went back to my home province. I never understood how much danger I was in until I got a little older. That is so fucking creepy. I just don't like the fact that, like, he was, like, stalking them at the pool and, like, listening to them and, like, watching them swim. It just creeps me out. All right, you ready for my next one? Yeah. It was always embarrassing to me growing up. The way my mom insisted on shoving our beliefs into everyone else's lives. They didn't ask for it, didn't expect it, and here we would come to disapprove of them for doing perfectly normal things. 
One of the things our cult was known for was its strict rules regarding music. Not only was rock music straight from the devil, of course, but even if a song didn't have drums in it, it could conjure up demons if it didn't carefully follow certain guidelines, certain COVID-19 guidelines. (laughs) The rhythm couldn't fall in the second and fourth beat. The song could not be repetitive. The ending had to come to a defined halt instead of fading out and on and on and on. Seriously, it felt like more rules were just made up as the cult leader found things he didn't like and he would just add it to the list. Listening to bad music could allow demons to come into your body and possess you. Dancing was evidence that they were already there and needed to be expelled through a lot of fasting, repentance, and prayer. I don't know if I said that word right, but... uh. It's okay. As you can imagine, this cut out most music from our lives except approved hymns and classical pieces. If we were out shopping and heard a bad song piped over the speakers of the store, my mom would make us sing loudly together to drown it out. Stop. <laughs> That's so fucked. <laughs> can you imagine seeing that in like, like Market Basket or Forget the Wolves? Sing it louder. <laughs> louder, kids. Louder. I got a hallelujah. I hated it when that happened. I cannot imagine, honestly. Imagine a huge family in a grocery store, already weird in plain floor-length jumpers, kids lined up, (laughs) youngest to oldest, like ducks waddling along, and now they're singing. (laughs) My mom said this was our responsibility to show everyone the error of their ways and to let them see how to live a better life following God. Stop it. If we weren't actively moving around shopping, she would line us up like it was a performance. Stop it. I can't. I can't. (laughs) So long. Farewell. I'll be there. Say not do. I do. I do. To you and you and you. ADD's kicking in. Oh, God. I'm sorry. ADHD. (laughs) We would even practice harmonies at breakfast every morning, so we would always be prepared. That's like me and my brother. That's like Forrest and I. Like when we get together, we sing. This is really funny, actually, Kaylee. This brings up a funny point. My brother and I have a song that we sing together, and we don't we don't sing it correctly. And this is funny that we just mentioned the hymns, right? Mm-hmm. Is it a hymn? Forrest and I will line up. It doesn't matter what time of year it is. He has a great singing voice. We sing, go. Tell it on the mountain when Jesus Christ was born. And we get faster and faster and faster and faster. And we go, little faster. And we just repeat it over and over. That's the only line we repeat. <laughs> we literally performed it to my mom's best friend, Tiffany. Okay. Shout oh, out to we Tiffany. love Tiff. We love Tiff. Oh, my God. But we, and then at the end, is when we get wicked fast, we go, go tell it on the mountain when Jesus Christ. And then we go, ah. Like I, that. Okay, I definitely need to see you do this. Oh, it's it's something else. It's a real treat doesn't matter the time of year it doesn't matter if it's near christmas or not we did it the other day once we had to sing in a restaurant while we waited for our food <laughs> i can't get this it's so funny oh dear jesus please help them god jesus. god if there is a god please help these people that believe this is what they need to do for you <laughs> once we sing i know god loves some bangers i don't really know who god is i think it's the universe but i know he i know whoever it is up there he or she he, I like she. I like, yeah, God is a Wait, woman. She loves bangers. 
Yeah. Once we sang while we were waiting by the checkout counter for our two carts of groceries to get rung up. And lots of other times if my mom just felt like performing to the surrounding unsuspecting bystanders. If there weren't enough of us to sing louder than the radio, my mom would ask for a manager and say, we don't believe in listening to the music you're playing. Could you change it, please? Of course, they would always say no. And my mom would give a righteous, long-suffering sigh and say, well, thank you anyway, and then make us cover our ears and start singing there right in front of them while we while they watch with a confused look on their face. Oh, Jesus Christ. A couple times when my mom was too busy, she would send me to talk to the manager about it. I was shy and embarrassed, but I would recite the speech she told me to say in a tiny voice and watch their faces look a bit weirded out as they refused my request. <laughs> Once we were lined up in front of an ice cream counter, deciding what everybody wanted, and one of the workers jokingly said, hey, it's the Von Trapps. Oh. I can't. Oh, my Did I know? I didn't finish this. I didn't sing. I didn't read this whole fucking thing, by the way. I skimmed it. Are well, you going to we, sing? This episode was so spontaneous. Like, I know. Literally. Are you going to sing something? My mom smiled and said, we can if you want us to. No. No. Like, no. no I am dead. You fucking bitch. <laughs> All us kids panicked. God, save me from my mother. All us kids panicked and blurted out our ice cream choices to railroad any chance of that. that I like that. Railroad. That's a fun word. Believe it or not, we had it better than some people we knew. Once I went Christmas shopping with a friend and her dad, and her dad made us wait in the car while he ran inside every store to see what kind of music they were playing before he would let us go in. We didn't go into any stores that day and instead got to listen to him preach about how important it is to guard your ears and not let any of the devil's music get into them. Fuck you. Fuck you. Hey, if this cult is listening, have you listened to WAP by Cardi B and Megan <laughs> The Stallion? It's pretty fucking good, actually. You might like it. The beats, uh, beat follows your fucking guidelines. Fuck this cult. You're going you're gonna to make your kids not listen to bangers on the reg? Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, come on. Ugh. They got to hear Cotty. It'll change their life. I'm picturing it in my head, this whole family. The mother, everything. I'm thinking of the Duggars right now, to be honest with you. Are you ready for the last story? Oh, yeah. This <laughs> so beautifully <laughs> introed for me. This is all about a girl that I met on the bus on my way to work. She was an average-looking ginger-headed girl, but dressed herself up to look really pretty. By coincidence, she'd be on the same bus every single day. One day, the bus was busy and I ended up sitting next to her. I was minding my own business when she started chatting me up. She seemed quite interesting, but a bit overenthusiastic about being on the dating scene, asking if I was single and stuff. We'd meet again on my way back to work and this became a routine for the next few months. So after a brief few months of conversation, she said to me, So you gonna ask me out or what? So I did. That's a bold ass bitch. Yeah, yeah. Bitch is gonna get bold. Don't well, you worry. she is a ginger. Oh God, <laughs> I, I had a thing for gingers in uh, college, though it was weird. That's another story for another day. I didn't see her as girlfriend material. She was a bit too glamorous for me. I felt flattered and all, but I decided I'd arrange a date with her anyway. So we had a meal together after work, and it all went well. And I ended up back at her place. Ooh. I was confused though, cause her place was nowhere near where I lived. What? We'd go on the same bus every day on our way to work, so I had a feeling this wasn't her house. She'd normally be two stops away from me. This was way too far from the bus stop and had a train station right next to it. I had noticed some toys, obviously for a toddler, and I asked her about them. She said it was for her niece. This didn't all add up because she said she was an only child. 
What? So safe to say you can use your imagination about what happened next, but after we cuddled up and stuff, she had asked me to leave because she had to work the next morning and needed her sleep, which was fair enough. After this, I received a ton of texts from her talking about what a great night she had. I meant to ask her about the house we went to and some other things that didn't match up. But for some reason, my instincts were telling me not to ask. So they were really just having conversation on the bus every day. So he was like taking things in. He's probably just a guy friendly. He's like, I wasn't into her, but it was good conversation. Like he enjoyed the conversation. Right. So he was listening, which is good. Listening is good too, guys. Just because just listening to a girl sometimes is a lot. But you know what? This might have been a lot. Just wait. Okay. One day I'd slept in and I caught a later bus. She just happened to get on that bus. I just put it down as coincidence. I was too busy trying to not be late for it to even cross my mind. But there came a point where I was becoming stressed out with my job and due to lack of enthusiasm, I'd been late a lot. Going to work had become a chore. Also, as much as I'd grown to like Jill, I was getting fed up seeing her face every day and her constant texting. We went on a few dates together, but when I looked her up and made a friend request to add her on Facebook... I noticed she had already changed her status to in a relationship. Not only that, she had a half a dozen photos of me and her together. I scratched my head at this as I can't remember ever getting a photo taken with her. According to her, we'd been on a holiday together and she boasts about having sex with me constantly. I felt baffled and so embarrassed and disgusted at the same time. I couldn't wait to confront her on this, but didn't even know where to begin. So how would she get pictures of them? Just wait. So on this day in particular, I decided to be late on purpose, and as it happened, she got on the bus. I couldn't wait to confront her on anything. I showed her the Facebook page, and she dismissed it as a joke, claimed it was done for laughs. Oh, my God. I told her it wasn't really funny, and in fact, really weird and creepy as hell. Fuck yeah, it is. Yeah. We ended up in a heated argument about it that nearly got us thrown off the bus. I told her to take down the pictures that were clearly photoshops taken from my own profile and edited. Oh, my God. I told her to not talk to me again and in the future, get a different bus. She refused and said, why should I? She didn't even explain herself as to why she had done it. She just acted as if she was justified to do what she had done. I asked her to stay well out of my way in the future. Uh, fuck yeah. Yeah? On my way back to work, I decided to head to the pub with my workmate to get my head around it all. I was on my way to the bus stop with my mate and she was there. Luckily, she never saw me, so we looked at her from the distance. I waited till the bus passed by and decided to go to the next one. Only she had let the bus pass by. What? A few buses passed and she was still waiting around, waiting for me. I got a taxi home that day. I reached out to a few people on a Facebook group about her and asked if anyone had encountered her before. And it turned out that she had... Oh. What? That she had quite the reputation. She'd stalked and photoshopped many people that she'd fell for. Also, I found out that the house she took me to was an ex-boyfriend of hers, or should I say an ex-victim. What? She'd copied his keys so she could sneak around his house whenever he was away. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. He'd be away serving in the army for several months on end. What Stop. Katie. Katie Winchell. Check Tim's house. Katie, <laughs> Katie, gotta go check Tim's. Yep. That's not good. Police are very useless when it comes to stalking. And they'd asked me to speak to a lawyer instead. It was more of a legal matter than a criminal offense. The most they could do was ask her to delete the fake photos of me and the slandering posts. By this point, she was spreading all sorts of rumors about me, claiming that I had gotten her pregnant. Oh, my God. And I'd asked her for an abortion. Oh, my God. And I forced her to have sex with me. Oh, my God. And that I was the stalker. This poor person. 
I know. She'd still be on the same bus, but over time, I ended up getting taxis to work. Eventually, I'd learned to drive, so at least one plus side came from it all. I blocked her number, and after her calling me on other numbers, I decided to change my number. Eventually, I'd move house altogether. Wow. So there's some crazy Reddit stories for you guys. Yep. Yes, ma'am. Wow. Do you want to go first or want me to go first? You can go first. Okay. I'll go first. If your belly button was a real button, what would you want it to do? Oh, God. You put me on the spot all the time. I think that if my belly button was a button, I would want and I would press it and f- like a f- like a food delivery would happen. Okay. <laughs> Somebody comes to yep, the door. Fill me up. And it just automatically knows what I want to eat. And oh, I like that. It the door. It knows. Boom. I'm thinking, I was thinking like I press it and I could just be any size I want. Oh, So like God, I could be really thin or I could go like sumo if I wanted for a day. Oh. Would you really want to be sumo for a day? Maybe like in your house? Yeah, every once in a while, just be like really fat. Yeah. Probably not for me. But like just to like. I don't want to be really skinny. No, I would definitely want to be really skinny, (laughs) but I think it would be fun someday just to be like. Another button idea would be press it and money comes out somewhere. Oh, right out, Jeff. It could be plenty of holes it could come out of. Exactly. So my question for you, what's your dream sandwich? Dude, I already have my dream sandwich in my Okay. Head. I love, like, I can eat it right now. I just want to think about it. The day after Thanksgiving. Oh, stop it. You get some nice fucking bread. Now, there's lots of obsessed. nice breads that could be used with anything. You toast the bread up a little bit, a little bit of butter. Ugh. Yeah. You put some turkey, mayonnaise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little yeah. bit of cranberry. Boom. Yep. Um, stuffing. Just a little bit of gravy. Just spread a little bit of gravy. Mm. Just spread a little bit. Mm-mm. That's all you need. Just a little. Uh, oh, Archie. Archie. Wow. Just a nice Thanksgiving dinner uh, turkey sandwich. Fuck. That's such a good one. Me and Ollie's makes a good one. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Well, I was trying to find it the other day because I've been on a Thanksgiving kind of kick. No, it's a, it's a special. Oh, so fuck. It's, yeah, it's not. It's seasonal. All right. So mine, to be honest with you, Kaylee, you know, well- I love Italian subbies. I do. Yeah, good mo's. I might as well just Shout say. Shout out the mo's subs. I might as well just say that my, like, dream sandwich. Well, okay. This is my dream sandwich. I got two, but I'll stick with one. Oh, Here she is always, like, indecisive. Suds tuna. Oh, yeah. Suds tuna, so that's mayo, celery, salt, oh. pepper. But it's restaurant mayo, which is different than. It is. Restaurant it's, mayo is. And it's, guys, if oh. you've worked in a restaurant or a place where you have to order the big tubs, mm-hmm. it is a different mayo. mayo. The best fucking mayo. So it makes the tuna so good. Yeah. So tuna with the same sub rolls, but I would want it in like a bigger sub roll, like, yeah, the, yeah. like the combo size. Yeah. So then I would put hots on it. No. no oh, hots. I put onions. a little slice of provolone on mine. Oh, provy. Yep. I put a prov. I used to I do put- that when you were working at subs at the counter. I'd be like, I'm going to get my uh, chicken salad and whatever. I'd open it provel. up. Yeah. <laughs> I put my uh, little uh, slice of half a slice of provolone I cut up, put it in there. Yep. So good. Yep. I used to always eat Prevel at fucking Suds. Oh, I love a slice of fucking Prevel. Anyways, so yes, I do put provolone on my tunas at Suds. I do hots, onions, Prevel. I do green peppers. I do tomatoes. I do pickles. I fucking go to town on it with some uh, salt and vinegar chips. Oh, a little salt and vinegar. Mm. 
favorite. But I do like Italians. Yeah, Italians are good. Add some banana peppers to the Italians. Oh, yeah, everyone likes the banana peppers. I'm not. Mm. I gotta. I don't like spices that all much. I'm. Mm. I'm working banana my pepper, way in though. Banana, they're not spicy. Oh, they're they like pickles. Sweet, aren't they? Yeah, they're so. Oh my I god, that's a die for. Anyways, that's the episode, yeah. guys. As always, send us your stories. You know what to send. You know we don't give a shit. We just you send gave us. you a fucking smorgasbord. You should be grateful we even gave you anything at all. Yeah, come on, send us your freaking stories. Whatever you got, send them in. Come on, we want to hear them. We're not even going to tell you right now what we want because we just want you to start learning. You, we want you to just be yourself and just don't rely on us to come up with a good story. We know you have good stories. Yeah, come like we on. just spontaneously made this up and picked a bunch of random stories. You We're know? yelling at them. We're yelling at them. Yeah. And I, you know what? And, I, and, I, and I'm not going to regret this. And honestly, guys, if you knew how excited we get when we see a story coming in, we're like texting each other. Oh my God, we got a story. So as always, you can email us your stories at sowhatwhocarespod at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram at sowhatwhocarespod. And so you can also DM us stories. We'll take it. We'll take it. Fuck yeah. Um, and if and you know us, fucking text us. Come on. Yeah, text us. You Come guys- on. If you know us, text If you have right. our number... Text it to us. It's great to hear from you guys. We love you guys. Yeah, we love you guys. The amount of we, people that I've gotten in touch with over the like yeah, that I same. haven't talked to. In I'm years. actually like in touch with more people yeah. in like these COVID times, you know, like I am like more secluded. I'm not really working. I really see Sage and my family. Yeah. Now the twins are gone. Jesus. Yeah. Thank God. God bless them. But I you know, it's I've reached out to awesome. so many people I haven't like in a long time and it just makes me realize like Okay, everyone's still friendly. Yeah. Just send us some friggin' stories, okay? Anyways, that's the episode. Reddit. Believe it or not. <laughs> Ripley's Believe It or Not. Reddit or not. This is what you get, guys, when you decide to do it. I literally thought Sage was just coming over to see the law for like two seconds. Like, I was like, oh, Sage, Sage just come over. She's Sage just coming over. She's just going to see the check the loft out and leave. That's check what I thought. Check it out. In give my it head. a, I was going to give it a, uh, uh, a, um, a home inspection. Yeah. Yeah. And then she shows up with her mic and we said, fuck it. Let's do an episode in honor of I our said I, pod loft. I said, I brought my mic. Do you want to, maybe we could do like an episode or like a Reddit, like read some Reddits or something. Oh, and here we go. Here we go for this episode name. Reddit or not. Here we come. <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, uh, so what? Who cares? We don't. <laughs> we like had to look at each other's mouths to do that. Boom. Love right. it when you smile, you little beautiful bitch, you. All right, ready? Take her downstairs. Feel free to grab a crunch bar so I can wet my whistle. Right. Hold on. Archie is proud of me. I get the spray. This episode is brought to you in part by. Yes. This episode is brought to you in part by. No. This episode is brought to you in part by Tractor Supply, where Archie gets all of his Frenchie needs. Archie's a French bulldog, in case anybody didn't know who it was. It's our mascot. Tractor Supply's mascot. Our mascot and Tractor Supply. Are you. Literally, Archie's ready? obsessed with it, though. Okay.